Wiley Cauldron couldn't hide anywhere, especially on the school bus. He concentrated on blending in, not making a sound or drawing attention to himself, but it didn't seem to matter. Matt and Taylor, two fifth graders from Wiley's class, always seemed to find him. The bus bounced towards Wiley Street. Maybe he'd make it home again without a jab. If those jerks put one dirty finger on my glasses, I'm going to... What? He wouldn't retaliate. He never did. Katie Pritchard sat huddled in the seat across from Wiley, tears streaming down her face. He wasn't sure why she was crying, but he hated seeing her sad. He reached into the front pouch of his backpack, where his mom stuffed his tissues, and plucked one out. When the bus stopped in front of Mrs. Flanagan's house, his bus stop, Wiley stood to go and juggled his backpack. As he stood, he handed Katie the tissue. <laughs> Thank you, she said and blotted her tears. Wiley continued down the center aisle. When he reached Matt and Taylor's seat, Matt poked Wiley's side. Look at the blubber wiggle, Matt said. Taylor laughed, reached over, and swiped his wet finger across Wiley's glasses. Taylor? Mrs. Harp, the bus driver with eyes behind her back, said, Keep your backside in the seat and your hands to yourself or I'm going to slap you with a detention. Matt snickered. Wiley ignored them, took his glasses off, and descended the steps. Have a good day, Wiley, Mrs. Harp said. You too, Mrs. Harp. As the bus rattled past him and down the street, Wiley paused at the curb, his vision blurry. He wiped his glasses with the bottom of his shirt. When he returned them to his nose, he saw Mrs. Flanagan, his neighbor, heading toward him, carrying her limp poodle in her arms, tears streaming down her cheeks. She wore a flowered dress, and several pink curlers dangled from her gray-haired head. He met her at the curbside, his stomach nodding, already suspecting what had happened to her dog. What's wrong, Mrs. Flanagan? Pookie's dead, just like that, she hiccuped a sob. He was running around chasing his ball this morning, and then, boom, all of a sudden, he keeled over and quit breathing. Wiley had heard that's how it was happening. All across the United States, dogs were dying in droves and scientists couldn't figure out why. A canine pandemic. Poor Mrs. Flanagan. Pookie was like a kid to her. The dog was all she had. I'm sorry. Is there something I can do? The city government folks are coming to get him. They say we have to turn him in. Her sobs grew louder and tears dripped off her red nose. They're... Going to burn him, aren't they? <laughs> Wiley gulped. He'd heard the same thing, but he wasn't sure if it was true. They said the dogs will contaminate us, but I think they're lying. I haven't heard of one human getting sick. Have you? No, but maybe they're being cautious. If you want, I'll dig a hole in your yard, and you can bury him there. You'd do that for me? She wiped her face with a wadded tissue. Sure, he glanced at his house. His mom's car was in the driveway, which meant she was working from home, typical for a Friday. She probably wouldn't like him getting close to the dog, but if he hurried, she might not have time to tell him no.
Mrs. Flanagan stopped crying. But I already called the crew to pick him up. They'll be here any minute. What would I say to them? I could tell them that they have the wrong address. No, I don't want you to lie for me. That wouldn't be right. Okay, um, maybe you could give him a memorial service. She nodded, gazing down at her dog, petting his curly hair. Thank you. You're such a good boy, Wiley. I hope you don't lose Sport. Sport was Wiley's boxer. He hoped Sport was immune to the disease. A white truck with a booming muffler gyrated around the corner, flashed towards them, and then slowed as it approached. Mrs. Flanagan's cries began again as she stroked Pookie's face. Here, give me Pookie. 